BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Celebrity voice impersonation not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following podcast is a Green Fresh Media production. Hello, good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I hope you enjoy this episode. I have Lisa Gilmore. She is a blogger, the founder and creator of M Club, and she is a branding icon. I discovered her through her guesting on Kayla Pomponio's podcast, The Morning Blend, and fell in love with her podcast Instagram, which is unwinding like wine. I also have an episode with her on her podcast. I'm not sure if it's live yet when you're listening to this, but definitely go check out her podcast. But let's get into our weekly intention. Our weekly intention is to still get at least seven hours of sleep. I got 10 hours of sleep when I'm recording this the other night and it felt so good. So I really want to keep up making sure I'm getting ample sleep, going to bed early enough. I feel like it helps me have more energy, obviously, but it also helps with like my overall like mental and physical well-being. And I strongly encourage you to look into your sleep hygiene. Make sure you're getting between seven to nine hours of sleep per night regularly. Make sure it is good quality sleep. Try to stay away from electronics before bed. Um, Just like really focus on that sleep esteem. I sleep esteem, sleep hygiene. I feel like we all kind of neglect sleep and throw it out the window and kind of put on the back burner, but sleep is so important. And I've heard so many different things about like how if you don't get enough sleep, like it can actually take years off your life and it can, like sleep is when your body recovers and repairs and detoxes, detoxifies itself. So it's super, super essential. 
So my weekly intention is to get more sleep. My tip of the week is to put yourself first to pry toward Oh, wow. I really can't speak today, guys. It is currently 5 p- 5.30 p.m. on a Sunday. Um, but is to prioritize yourself and to put yourself first and to really think why you are ch- saying yes to some things and learn that it's okay to say no so that you can put in that time for self-care. I feel like for so long, I could just kept saying yes, yes, yes. And yes, I wanted to say yes more, but I think I totally forgot about my self-care practices and giving myself time to kind of just like chill and relax and recover and re-energize because I'm very much an extroverted introvert. I re-energize by both being with people but also by being with myself and as forgetting that other side of things. So my tip of the week is to prioritize yourself and being selfish is not selfish. Like it is okay to be selfish. It is healthy to be selfish and it's okay and more than okay to put yourself first. Current favorites. Current favorite is checking out local coffee shops. I tried out this new one. It's called Deer Grain. It's on Ossington if you're in Toronto. Incredible. Sourdough, like everything, like sourdough chocolate chip cookies, sourdough bread, obviously, sourdough coffee cake, which was to die for, heavenly. They also had buckwheat cookies. The coffee was A1. I got an almond milk flat white. Um, They also had like a little like luxurious like pantry with spreads like jams, nut butters, honey, um, different flowers that you could buy. So love trying and exploring new coffee shops and also trying new foods. I had this ricotta toast with um, strawberries on top from Napa Social here in Toronto. Also a big fan of that. I love still currently, I love walking in the morning and then working out in the evening. I'm obsessed with Olivia Pulling's workouts. I feel like I'm finally seeing and feeling, most importantly, feeling results. Like my upper body is getting so much stronger and I'm kind of obsessed with that. Like I love how defined my arms are and that I'm now able to do arm exercises like bicep curls and um, overhead tricep dips. No, I don't know. Overhead tricep curls. I don't know what the word is. Clearly, I'm not a fitness influencer. Um, shoulder presses and things like that with 15 pounds, which is a big deal for me. For the longest time, I wouldn't go above 10. Um, sometimes it was really eight. And I can do 10 like standard push-ups in a row, like four sets pretty easily. Yes. Like the last set is still challenging, but I've really been training to burnout and I'm kind of obsessed with it. And I love running and I ran 8k the other day, like last week, and it's really thrilling and it's cool to see and feel progression. So I'm just obsessed with that right now, obviously in a healthy way, but it's like cool because I feel like I was stagnant for so long. Um, and I feel like I'm finally seeing that progress and that change and feeling it in my workouts and also in my physique. So I'm I'm super obsessed and proud of that, but I'm going to bring Lisa onto the pod. I hope you enjoy this episode and make sure to subscribe if you aren't subscribed already. Leave a rating. That's how you can support Morning Ray. And here is Lisa. If you've been following me for a while, then you would know that one, I absolutely love breakfast. Two, I am a huge pancake fan. And three, I love Flourish. 
Flourish Pancakes was made to make healthy eating easier and more delicious than it's ever been. And I'm really excited to say that they are sponsoring today's episode of the pod because I actually used to work for Flourish. I was their social media manager back in the day, back when Flourish was six months old. So this is like a full circle moment, guys. Flourish products are high in protein and low in sugar, meaning that you'll feel satisfied and full until your next meal with no energy crashes. They're so delicious and you won't even believe that they're packed with protein. No chalky, bland, or cardboard-like pancakes. These are the pancakes you know and love from your childhood with the high protein and nutrients that you desire. They use only the most high-quality ingredients, and you can trust that every bite is filled with ingredients that will nourish your body. Oh, and there's something for everyone, whether it be high protein, plant-based and gluten-free options, or even low-carb or keto options, there is something for you. They're ready in minutes, and they have so many different flavors from vanilla to buttermilk to chocolate and even seasonal flavors like pumpkin spice and birthday cake. You will find something just for you. You can use code LANI, L-A-N-I, at checkout at flourishpancakes.com for 10% off. And if you are unsure of where to go, you can click the link in the show notes to get your discount today. That's LANI, L-A-N-I, for 10% off at flourishpancakes.com. Thank you, Flourish Pancakes, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. So I'm here with Lisa. Welcome to Morning Ray. Hi, thank you. So happy to be here. (laughs) So happy to have you. So for those who don't know you, who are you, where are you from, and what is your zodiac sign? Okay. I love that you're into astrology. Let me just say that because (laughs) I'm such an astrology kind of bitch too. So I'm Lisa. I hate icebreakers. I never know what to say, but um, I'm a Capricorn. I'm a double Capricorn, like sun and rising. That's it, right? Sun, rising, moon? Yes. Okay, so sun, rising, Capricorn, moon, Scorpio, which means Ooh. as per my astrologer, when she read my chart, she was like, so basically you're crazy. <laughs> like you're one <laughs> crazy bitch. I'm like, <laughs> we love it. We stand. I mean, Wait, like if you're you? not crazy, then you're boring. I, okay, so my sun sign is a Leo. My moon okay. is a Gemini and my rising is a Libra, I think. Yeah, Libra. Love. All great signs. Love that. Except for Gemini because moon is like how you communicate, right? So <laughs> a I, little bit <laughs> confusing on that front. I love Geminis. <laughs> a few of my best friends are Geminis. I think they're a severely misunderstood sign, just like Scorpios, in my opinion. So love. Yes. And where are you from? Sorry. Um, I it's was okay. born and raised in Costa Rica and lived there wow. until I was like 19. Yeah. What was that like? It was it was so nice. It was very like happy. It was very chill. Um it was very familiar, right? So like mm-hmm. my I went to the same school from daycare to until I graduated high school. Wow. And my class, like my grade was like roughly always 40 to 50 people. And that's how it was in every grade. So like you knew everyone. You know, like it was mm-hmm. very close and um, like I said, very familiar. And so mm-hmm. that aspect of it, I really, really liked. It's a very small country. It's a very small city in the sense of like, you can't go to the supermarket without running into like your cousin and your cousin's first wife, or sorry, <laughs> your, <laughs> you know what I mean? Your cousin's, yes. I mean, honestly, like yes. no judgment. Like I always say, I want like a first, I always say I want a first husband, you know? So anyway, um, or like, 
you go to a restaurant, you see three people that you know. You go here, you see your mm-hmm. best friend's mom. Like, whatever. It's very like that. So in that sense, it always felt very homey, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's – um, yeah, I don't know. I think it was really nice growing up there. I think it's very – it's a little too quiet for me right now, like a little too boring. Um mm-hmm in the stage of life that I'm in right now, like I wouldn't want to live there. But I think I'm very grateful for like the childhood that I had. It was a little bit unsafe sometimes, which is a little scary. Mm -hmm. But you know, like overall, it's a beautiful place and I loved it and still do. I feel like the way you grew up is very similar as to how my parents grew up. So my parents are from South Africa and I don't know so much about, I don't think my dad so much, but my mom, she went to a private Jewish school in South Africa and like you, like from like daycare all the way to grade 12, like it's the same school. It's the same people. It's like the same. I think maybe there is maybe a hundred people in her grade and you know, everyone and everything about everyone. And I feel like same for me in my like neighborhood that I grew up. I didn't necessarily go to school with like the same exact people every single year, but you walk into the grocery store and you see like Lisa and Lisa's mom and your cousin right. and like the guy you hooked up with that random night at the party. Like, like you see everyone and everyone is up everyone else's asses and like you all know each other's shit, but like it's kind of like comforting in a way because like you feel kind of it's safe. Comforting. Like, oh, if something happens, someone has your back. <laughs> hundred percent so it's comforting but it can also get suffocating I think yes like yes you just feel I I would I just feel very like I don't know how to explain it like you feel stuck like you feel like like, people have like a certain way of living yeah Yeah. people have a very like certain way that you're supposed to go about life and the things that you're supposed to achieve by certain ages and the way that you're supposed to go about certain things And if you step out of that, you're the crazy one, you're weird, you're odd. And like, I felt like that because now like I lived in Thornhill, which is like 30 minutes north of downtown Toronto. Now I'm in downtown Toronto and I'm not like surrounded by the same like couple hundred people like all the time. And it's like eye opening and you're able to really like live into like who you want to be and embody that without the constraints of like other people's judgments and what that society expects you to do and be. Absolutely. And I just think like, I just feel lucky that I was able to like leave the country and mm-hmm. like go to school in the state or go to college in the States and then like live here now. Like, I don't want to be in the same place forever. I want to, if I can, you know, move around as much as I can and just like experience new cities, meet new people, see new faces. Um, because yeah, it does get a little bit, not like suffocating. That's like so dramatic, but I think it's nice to get out of your bubble. That's what Mm -hmm. it is. If you can, you know? Yeah. So what did you come to the States for school for? Like, what did you study? What school did you go to? What was that whole experience like? Uh, That's – my life is, like, such a long story. So I'm not going to bore you with, like, the fucking vlog (laughs) version. But my SparkNotes version of that is (laughs) I – unexpectedly had a gap year after graduating um my dad got sick and I was like see here I go I'm telling the whole story I had a gap year after college and then I Mm -hmm. moved to DC I moved to DC which I had a city I had never been to Mm -hmm. never even thought I would like live there honestly never Mm -hmm. even considered it which I don't know why that's so rude of me because DC is fucking beautiful it's such a great Mm -hmm. city I loved it so I ended up there um through like random 
turns of life. And I went to American University and I studied marketing and um, Mm -hmm. communications. I think my major was like strategic communications and marketing. And I loved it. I loved DC so much. It was such a cool experience. It was hard because I transferred there. Again, long story. I'm not going to bore you. Mm-hmm. This is just like the summary. Yeah. I did I did transfer there and like mm-hmm. I was already a little bit older seeing as I, ha- I had had a gap year. So like, you know, I wasn't having the normal experience of like, oh, you're a freshman. Here are all the freshmen. Here you go. Meet people. You're the same mm-hmm. age. You're on the same like thing. No, like I was older. I was like basically starting over. I didn't know anyone. Which again is fine because college is like you're literally in in an environment to meet people. So I did mm-hmm. end, end up meeting incredible people, but it was definitely a little bit hard at the beginning. Um, but then I was I loved it. Like I didn't want to leave. It was so it was so great, honestly. I love that. I also I'm finishing up my um, degree right now, and I majored in marketing. So very similar path. Um, I was so impressed by the branding on your podcast Instagram. Like, it just blew me away. It kind of gave me, like, Skinny Confidential (laughs) vibes. I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's, like, what you were kind of going for. Um, But I want to hear more about, like, how did you start to curate that brand? Because I think it looks really professional. It's very consistent. And I feel – as a creator and someone who works in marketing, that's a question I'm asked all the time. Like, how do you start a brand? How do you build a brand? How do you build a brand image? So I would love to know how you went about building your brand and like everything from start to finish, whether it was like super spontaneous or super curated and planned out. Give me like the entire rundown. Okay. First of all, I love branding so much. And I love that you said um, the Skinny Confidential because I fucking love Lauren and Michael. I love, I love her. Oh my I God. Fucking, I love them so much. Like, thank God she's on like on the internet, honestly. And yes. she was like me listening to their podcast was one of the biggest reasons why I finally like pulled the plug to like start sharing my life online because this is something mm-hmm. I wanted to do, wanted to do since I was like 15. The first time I watched a YouTube beauty video. I oh remember my God. Exactly Don't who, even get me who started. Was. Who was it? If anybody, if anybody here <laughs> Remember Juicy Star 07? Yes. Oh my God. I have their book. Oh, I don't, I don't even remember what it's called. They have a book? I don't know. They yes. Have a book. They wrote like a fiction book. I don't even remember what it's yes. called. Yes. Yes. I remember that. I remember that. Okay. I <laughs> died for Blair. Like, I remember being 15 and watching her, like, show me what was in her purse. And I almost had a heart attack. I was like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Like, uh, <laughs> sign me up. Like, how I, I love that for you. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like captivated. I'm like, what? Like there's people that just sit in their bedroom and talk about makeup. Like what the fuck, dude? And so how do I ever, sign up? <laughs> ever, ever since then, I was like, wow, I love this. Um, and now when I think about it more, I'm like, I've always loved, I've always been like, I don't want to say I've always loved like clothes and jewelry and accessories and I would put on my mom's heels when I was little and you know shit like that and I'd always love mm-hmm. like scrap I loved like scrapbooking I love like putting things together I very Lauren <laughs> I know what the fuck um I'll just <laughs> compliment I loved journaling I still do like I literally when I go home I read over these journals that I have since I was like eight years old like it's it's mm-hmm. it's wild right but so uh, what was I saying 
Oh, branding. Okay, yeah, right, Lauren. So listening to that podcast, I was like, okay, I'm going to fucking go because it took me so long. It took me probably honestly over a decade to like finally start because I would start like an Instagram. One Instagram was a thing, right? I would start an Instagram, then I would delete it. I would, before Instagram, I would start a blog, like a website. I would delete it. I started a YouTube channel with no fucking videos, just like the banner, did everything, deleted it. I did this over and over and over and over again until I turned, I'm 28 now. When did I start? Like 26. Um, Because I was terrified. I was so scared. Mm -hmm. I was like, people are going to fucking laugh at me I can't do this like I was so 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 just it's hard man honestly like yeah it it is difficult and so anyway long story short I always I refer to Lauren in literally so many episodes so many things because she I've learned so much from her and from their podcast and um so anyway back to your question that's like literally you did not even ask me that I'm so sorry but no no oh my god I love it so how did I start the branding? So the podcast, you mean? Yes. Like, just, how did you, like, think, like, oh, I want my colors to be, like, mostly pink. I want, like, glitter. I want, like, this font. Like, right. how did you, like, like conceptualize it? Because I feel like yeah. so many people are, like, I want something to look pretty. I want it to be cool. Like, but they don't know how to that means. put, like, a brand kit together. Right. And I think that's so valid because we're not all graphic designers. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. a graphic designer by any means. I just, like – to put things together so I don't know how to use photoshop I don't know how you how to use illustrator I literally I'm scared of them all I use is canva yes um canva canva fucks really hard okay it has like amazing templates and you can really learn you can play around with it and like learn how to do it better and also what I love about canva is you can actually make a brand kit on there like you can Mm -hmm. pick your colors you can pick your fonts you can pick whatever so what I will say about the podcast is I always knew I wanted it to be like girly in the sense of like I wanted like, you know, it started like light purple and then I did like pink and light purple and then like this like taupey color or like beigey color. Um, I was always drawn to those colors and I kind of wanted mm-hmm. it to be like that. I wanted it to be like fun and light colors and whatever. So I I knew that from the beginning. It's changed though for sure. Like mm-hmm. it's changed a little bit from how I started to now, which is totally fine because, you know, you change taste and you want to do something different but I don't know I think for someone who's trying to create better branding or just like even has no idea where to start I would say like I think it can be super overwhelming but I think start like start start slow so like what color do you love like what color do you think this particular brand represents in your mind whatever it is there's no right answer there's no wrong answer you can also change it like you don't have to stick to things right so mm-hmm. let's say you say okay well I want I think my podcast like I would love it you know the branding on Instagram I want it to be like green okay cool mm-hmm. what about what are what are two other colors that you like that you think would look good with that okay cool let's try that what are some fonts you like get inspired like I don't think there's a right or wrong way you know I think I happen to like love like fonts and I love colors and I love looking at the branding of things and packaging and I've always liked that so mm-hmm. for, for me that was probably one of the most exciting parts of creating an Instagram feed of starting a new business of whatever it is is that part to me is so fun mm-hmm. um did I even answer your question <laughs> no I feel like you did like you have to like yeah a hundred percent yes I think it's just about if you're if you're feeling overwhelmed about the branding aspect if you can 
outreach. Like if you can hire a graphic designer to help you out, like I think that's a great idea if you can do that. And if not, then start slow. Think about the colors you like. Do they work well together? Think about, look at other people's pages. And I'm not saying copy, but get inspired. Like, is there a style that you like? Is there something, that vibe, you like that vibe? Put things together, make a Pinterest mood board. Like I love doing that just to get a Mm -hmm. vibe, like just to get a feel. Start adding random shit to a folder, even if nothing coincides. Like once you look at it overall, there's going there are going to be some things that are like, you know, parallel. Cohesive. Yeah. Yeah. And then just start. Honestly, just start. Because the more that you start posting and the more that you play around with different things, you start to realize like, oh, actually, I don't like the way that looks. I don't like that kind of font. I want to change this up. I want to do that. That's fine. You're allowed to change your mind. Um, but I think I would say like start with the basics and play around with it. Mm -hmm. And like, as I always, I've repeated this a million one times on my podcast, and I'm sure you know this line, but launch fast and adjust later. Like it is like my, my life, like it is my, I don't even know what the correct word is for it right now. My mantra, like literally like, just like start, like who cares if it's not perfect? Like no one's perfect when they first start posting and it's never going to be perfect. Yeah. And, like, you're going to learn as you do. You can't, like, expect to know, like, how to film a video and perfectly edit it without ever actually doing it. And you're not going to know what your audience likes without ever posting it. Like, the same way, like, Juicy Star 07, like, yeah, like, I think she still posts videos, but I'm sure they're super, like, really great quality. Like, they're really great quality now, but they weren't always like that. Heck, she probably started recording on her MacBook, like, on Photo Booth or something. And same with, like, MacBarbie 07 and, like, Lauren Elizabeth and all those girls, like they all started somewhere and look at them now. And that's because they took the time to put themselves out there and experiment and get the hands-on experience. It's the same thing as like any other job. Like you're not going to walk into your job knowing what to do, what like the marketing director knows, like as an intern, like absolutely, that's not how it works. You need to get experience. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I think the more that you delay starting something because you feel like it's just not ready yet, like ready is like, I, I, I don't think it exists. Like, I don't think it's ever going to be ready. Cause there's always going to be something that you're going to be like, Oh, I should have done this. I should have changed that. I should have guess what? No one is examining it as like intensely as you are. And if they are, then you have an amazing fan, <laughs> like, or someone's yeah. like really, really, really watching you. But if not just start, like just start, play around with it, have fun with it. And I sometimes feel like I have to take this advice too, just because you want to perfect every detail as much as you possibly can, right? Especially if you, you, I mean, I get it, but I think there's so much value in just letting yourself experiment and seeing Mm -hmm. what you enjoy doing and seeing what your audience enjoys that you're doing. Yes, 100%. You mentioned you like using Canva. Well, you love using Canva. So do I. Are there any other websites or softwares or anything that you use to create your content, whether it be editing a photo of yourself um, or anything? Like what other software apps do you love to reach for? I love Canva for graphics. Being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches any meal honestly can get you into a rut especially with a busy schedule this fall you can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week so there's always something delicious to discover with hellofresh it's truly 
a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city. And I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50Ray, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. Making quotes, whatever, all of that. I use Splice for all my reels and my videos, even like all the podcast videos. Like when I try to market the episodes with videos, Mm -hmm. I'll do everything on Splice. I'll go to a different app, add captions to it. Um, I swear by Lightroom for my pictures. Mm -hmm. That's what I, that's what I use for editing all my, all my photos. Lightroom. What else do I love? Um, Honestly, I pretty minimal. Like that's it. Really. I like preview. I would die without Mm -hmm. that to plan my feed, like literally could not exist. Um, And yeah, I like PixArt. It has some fun things sometimes, but honestly, I don't really do that much to my pictures. I like Facetune, not to fuck up my face and body, but (laughs) I I like to like whiten things. Yes. I like to, I use the patch tool on Facetune. If you have like, I don't know if, have you heard of that? Yes, you can use it to like erase like smaller yeah. things like in the background of your photos. Yeah, or if something got like messed up in a picture, like you can really just, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but just try it out. It's so good. And speaking of that, also something else that I love is an app called Retouch. You've probably heard of it. I don't um, think I have. So like let's say you're standing in front of a white wall and there's like an ugly ass trash can in the corner. Or there's like mm-hmm. a, a plug, like there's like a plug on your wall or whatever. Mm-hmm. You open your photo on that app and it allows you to eliminate anything even people you could like literally delete anything you want from a picture oh I need that just to Retouch? make it like a little bit nicer okay. yeah yeah I'm I writing love it. that down it's so good <laughs> <laughs> I need that I've been trying to do it on Facetune and then I also tried to do it on um there's that app by Google I don't remember what it's called but there's an app by Google let's see what I it's love called. that one it's I Snapseed. That, one. oh, that yeah. one's also good yeah. for like brightening as well. Sometimes I like that more than um, Facetune if you want to like brighten it. Honestly, there are so many. Like there's so many. I'm always downloading new ones just to see what kind of effects they have, what kind of filters they have, yeah. and then I delete them because I'm like my phone never has space for absolutely anything and there's just way too many options. <laughs> yeah, there's so many. Um, top three tips for building a cohesive social media page. Because I feel like I'm always asked this. I think, first of all, I want to say that 
I don't think there's a right way to like do this. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think there is because I think some, I think cohesive means something different for, to everyone now because I think more and more we're seeing more pages that are actually not quote unquote as aesthetic at all. But in, mm-hmm. in fact, they're like, you know, they're real, the, the, like there are tons of covers that are not like planned and it's like with the font from the Instagram story. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like it's not yes. as curated as it once was. And I think yes, it all, it all depends on your vibe. Like I love accounts like that almost even more because it just feels so like real and real yeah I, I wish I could do it I can't like my mind my brain will just not let me like, <laughs> I, can't, I cannot do it I can't anyway so I don't think there's a right way for this but I think if you're really trying to build a you know beautifully cohesive feed I think what I would say is stick to you know one to two filters that you like and also a big thing for me is I really like when there's like a flow to the feed. And what I mean mm-hmm. by that is like there's a rhythm. Like it's not like three selfies in a row where like your face is super up close. I mean it's like maybe there's one and then the next one is like, I don't know, a cool picture of your sneakers with a coffee and it's a little bit farther away. And then the next one is like mid – like a little bit mid-frame photo. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? It's so hard to explain. Yes. Like it adds a little bit of like a flow to the feed when like the photos are all different. Like it's not like the same kind of picture over and over again. It's like dynamic. Exactly. Unless that's your style. Cause there's so, see, that's what I'm saying. Like there's no right way yeah. to do this because there's some, like I follow this uh, fashion blogger that I love and all of her pictures are literally in the same place every single day. Is it that's Vivian? Her- no, I'm blanking on her name, but there's a million amazing yeah. accounts that like every single one of their photos is in the same spot every single day because that's their vibe and that works. And I look at that and I'm like, that's cohesive because that's their style. Like mm-hmm. that works for them. So again, it just depends. But if you're re- if you're not trying to do that and you're trying to like switch it up and, and provide like a little bit of variety, then I would say give us variety in the style of your photos and that's where a planning app is like you're gonna is going to be your best friend. Like preview, I know people like um, – Planoli, I think that's how you say it. There's a there's yeah. tons. Yeah, there's tons. I don't fuck with any of them. I've tried all of them. They all like <laughs> they they all stress me out. The only one that works for me is preview. I don't know why. I love it so much. Cause it's simple. Um, it's so simple. Yeah. So I think those two things I would say, obviously the filters, like keep it kind of similar so that people have like so it just looks cohesive again I'm trying for that um and then what else I think also something that I really like is when people not only switch switch up the kind of photos but also just the type of content so like Mm -hmm. you know it's obvious that short form video is popping right so like throw in reels here and there or do like I don't know just switch up the content is also I think important for uh like dynamic beautiful cohesive feed Mm -hmm. I love that I love that so much okay so you keep teasing is it pronounced m club Mm -hmm. m e m m it's like the letter m yeah okay you keep teasing m club and I know it's dropping soon so like what is it give us it dropped oh my god yeah wow okay okay (laughs) okay okay so for those listening that don't follow you and haven't been getting all these teases and seeing the drop clearly I haven't been on my phone enough what is M club my next question was when does it drop it already dropped so you can go and check that out but what is it give me like your elevator pitch on M club I want to hear all about it 
Oh, God. Okay. I don't know if... See, this is the problem. I can't shut up to save my life. So, like, elevator pitches no. for me just oh don't... Oh, my God. It just, just doesn't exist, you know? Train um, ride pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Transatlantic flight pitch. <laughs> yeah. So, Go. it dropped. It dropped on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And it is my new child. And to be totally honest with you, like, I don't exactly know what I'm doing. If I'm being fully That's okay. honest. We just, just discussed know. this. Launch yes. fast, adjust later. We figure it out exactly. as we go. Exactly. So it is basically going to be a sort of limited edition style um, boutique maybe of different drops of things that I love. So for example, the first drop was jewelry. I fucking love jewelry. I just, I always have. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot of jewelry for sure. But I also love like cute sets, matching sets. I love phone cases. I love candles. I love like there's so many things that I mm-hmm. truly adore and I want to create all these different things. We'll see what happens. <laughs> um, but so the first drop was on Thursday and we sold out very quickly. Which wow. Was- congrats. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so yeah, my living room, if I flipped my computer and showed you like it's lit. actual disaster um (laughs) but yeah that's what it is I love that and what was the motivation behind starting it like why did you want to create m club why did you want to be able to sell all the things that you adore I think I have always 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 wanted to create some sort of jewelry line or something the pieces that I came out with are not like I didn't create them But Mm -hmm. I wanted to create a brand where anybody who's even thinking of making a purchase feels like they were part of that. And what I mean by that Mm -hmm. is like, I I have a very, I have a very, very, very like tight relationship with the people that follow me and I talk to them all day and I share so much of my life and So with the jewelry, it was very, you know, like it made sense. Like I asked people, I'm like, what do you guys think this is going to be? And literally 90% of people were like jewelry or sets. And then somebody was like energy drinks because I'm always drinking energy drinks. (laughs) I'm like, okay, I hadn't thought about that, but like, thank you. Um, And so I want it to be something where I'm showing people behind the scenes. I'm showing people options. I'm asking people, what do you guys like? Do you guys like that? Do you prefer this one? you know, down to like the descriptions of the pieces on my website. Like somebody said this and it made me so happy because that was my goal. She said like, I love that even the names and the descriptions of each piece, like I felt like it was you on your stories talking, like the way that everything was written and just like the names of the pieces are all things that my audience like can understand. Mm-hmm. Like a name of a guy that I hooked up with that I refer to on my stories and I give him a nickname, <laughs> like that was that was a piece. Or like... It, a Diet Coke chain because people know I fucking love Diet Coke. Shit like that where it's like mm-hmm. they people feel like part of it because they know it's like – does that make sense? Like it's so hard to put It's it like a part of you. Like, like you're kind of making a piece that's like tangible that your community can have so that it's not just like an intangible community like online. Like it's something that they can hold and like it's an extension of you and your brand. Right. And so it's kind of like 
it's similar to my podcast in a way where it's like, it's an extension of my, I like to think my page is actually an extension of the podcast because obviously in the podcast, I'm so much more able to talk way more and like mm-hmm. give so like have more conversations and share way more than I can on a picture. So, uh, but it's all connected, right? Like if you listen to the podcast and then you go and you watch my stories, like it makes sense. Like it, it all makes, mm-hmm. it's, it's all, it's all like tied together and that's how mm-hmm. I want it to be. And so yes. with this, it was kind of like the same thing. It's like, okay, well, I love all this kind of, I love jewelry. I love all this shit and I want to share it and, but also bring people behind, like along. Like I want, I want mm-hmm. people's feedback. I want people to be able to pick. I want people to see the process and see like, I don't know. I guess I just want to share so much more of like the behind the scenes of it and include people as much as I can and see what happens. So I feel like that made no sense whatsoever. So No. Oh, my God. Stop doubting yourself. You are incredible. You're doing great. And (laughs) just be a confident queen, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I needed that. I needed that pep talk right now. (laughs) Mid-show pep talk. We love it. (laughs) I'm honestly so not used to being on this side. You know what I mean? Like, it feels – And that's okay. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I love it, obviously, because I can't shut the fuck up. But, like, I'm also like, wait, <laughs> what? Stop talking. Why are you talking so much? <laughs> it's okay. It's content. It's content. <laughs> I want to know, like, what was the process like? Like, how long ago did you decide that you wanted M Club to become a thing? Um, what was it like finding where to get the product, um, figuring out, like, how to set up a website and a store and all that? Like, what has that been like? How long did it take? I placed my first order for pieces that I didn't end up launching and never will in like, I want to say June. But before this, I was working on crewnecks and I thought that was going to be the first thing. And then I was like, mm-hmm. I know that I really want to have jewelry. I know that I really want to, but it, it scared the fuck out of me. I'm like, where do I even go? How do I know if this is going to be good? How do I know? Like, it just, it's a little overwhelming, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so I think I placed my first order in June. Like I said, I hadn't really done my research with the supplier. So I didn't end up like loving the pieces. So I was like, okay, cool. Like not going to use this, but that's why you order a small quantity at first, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I started doing a little more research. I started finding way more suppliers that I liked. And I truly like I like I'm telling you I have no idea what I'm doing like I just every single day was like okay I had a list right like before launch I had this list in June and it was like okay LLC figure out how to get an LLC get get accountant get blah 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 open bank like I just made a list of everything and as I as I continued to do one step I figured out like okay now I need to do this now let's find the website now let's get the domain now let's do that like little by little just figuring it out Mm -hmm. truly um on launch day on Thursday, I call one of my really good friends, Nikki, who actually has a – she has her own jewelry line as well. And, but hers is, like, like top, top, top quality. And, like, she designs her pieces, like, beautiful stuff. And so I call her, like, the day of the launch. And I'm like, so how do I ship – like, I've never been to the post office in my life. Like, how am I, how do I ship something? Like, literally on FaceTime with her, like, can you teach me how to print these labels? Like, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> but you just figure it out. Like, literally just figure it out. So it's been a few months. And now we're here. So yeah, what did you ask me? What was the process like? Honestly, figuring it out every single day. Like asking the people in my life that have businesses of their own, asking them for help, Googling stuff, and every single day just 
putting in a little bit of work and re- and trying to figure out like, okay, what do I need next? What do I need next? What do I need next? I think the the hardest part is, um, or for me, the hardest part was more of the like, just like getting all your documents ready and like figuring out your tax situation and all that shit was a little more made me a little more nervous because I just always feel like I'm going to get arrested for some reason. <laughs> oh my God. That is me. I literally, my dad like overlooks my, all my income statements and expenses and everything like before we give it to my accountant. And I'm yeah. like, listen, I don't know what I'm doing. I just don't want to get arrested. I don't want someone okay. to come knocking on my door being like, you owe us like thousands of dollars of money. Are you like fucked up in some sort of way? Like that is my biggest fear. <laughs> Same. Honestly, biggest fear of life. And so that part was a little bit more nerve wracking. And there's some things that just take time, you know, and then like getting an order in and being so excited about the pieces and then realizing like, actually, this is shit quality. I'm never going to sell this or like whatever it is, you know, so it takes time. It takes time. And I think that was the most challenging part. And then the most fun part for me was actually doing all the branding stuff, which I had an amazing Mm -hmm. graphic designer help me because I was like, I have a vision. I have the logo. I, I mean, I have the font that I like. I have the colors that I like. I have a mood board. But she like helped me bring it to life. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was that's kind of been the process as of now. I feel like you and I are very similar. Like when we decide we want to do something, we do it, and we'll like yeah. figure out how to solve all the problems on ourselves, like on our own. If it means going to Google, if it means reaching out into like our network, whether it be like professional mm-hmm. or like our personal network, like we don't kind of just like sit around and like let someone else figure it out for us. Like we well, go like after if you, it. If, if you do that, then it's never going to happen. Right. And you're also like, you're putting something that you want to do so badly, quote unquote, in somebody else's hands, which in Mm -hmm. my opinion means you probably don't want to do it that badly because Mm -hmm. if you did, you would figure out how to do it. And I don't mean that to sound like harsh or anything, but it's like, do you think I know what I'm fucking doing? Absolutely not. Like I Google everything all day. I call my friends all day being like, what am I doing? What do I do with this? What does this mean? What? Like that's honestly the motto is or the mantra here is figure it out. Like, figure it out. Yeah, just, like, figure it out. Like, I try to understand – like, I understand that, like, not everyone, like, thinks the way that you and I clearly both think the same way. But I just – I can't, like, fathom that, like, someone doesn't know how to figure it out for themselves. Like, I feel like I'm very resourceful and, like, using Google and, like, my connections and, like, talking to people and I know what questions to ask in order to get the answers that I need. I don't know. I think it's a really great tool set or mindset to have. And I hope that this encourages more people to not be afraid to ask questions and to not be afraid to try something new or whether it be like working out like or starting a business, like just like try and figure it out as you go and ask the questions and like Google exists for a reason. Google exists for a reason. And honestly – I think that procrastinating something or like putting something off that you want to do or whatever it may be, or just, you know, saying like, I don't have time for it, or I don't know how to do it. All these things, they're valid, but I think it's also probably going down to the fact that you're just scared to do Mm -hmm. something new, which is also so valid, right? Like that's, that's good though. Like you should be scared to do something new. Like, I don't, I don't want to feel comfortable the rest of my life. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that it's, 
you know, I was having this conversation with a friend the other day and I was like, I'm scared shitless. Like I have no idea what I'm doing. And she was like, that's the best part of this. And do you know how much you're going to learn from this? And also it's like, I've realized, like, I think if you're constantly doing things that put you a little bit out of your, out of your comfort zone or things that you're not used to doing or things that you have no idea how to do, you're always going to be a little bit scared. So I think mm-hmm. it's like, just try to see it as a game. Like, yeah, I feel it's like, like it's like it's I'm a game. S- I'm scared because I'm doing something new and that is so fucking cool that I'm doing something new. Mm-hmm. Like, don't look at it. Don't let it stop you in a way. And I'm not, when I, when I say that, like, I don't mean go and start a new business right now. Like, it doesn't have to be that big of a deal. It could literally be like putting shorts on. Like, that might sound silly to somebody. To me, that was one of the biggest fucking things I never mm-hmm. wanted to do in my life. Like, things like that. Like, yeah, you're going to be uncomfortable. You're going to be scared. But guess what? You're po- like, that's not going to go away until you do it. So take little steps. Ba- I think baby steps mm-hmm. are so underrated. Like, yes. You're allowed to take your time to do things that scare you. You're allowed to do it at your own pace. Nobody's saying that you have to do it all at once. But I think it's like give yourself – at least give yourself a chance. If there's something mm-hmm. that you want to do and you're scared of doing it and you don't ha- you don't know how to do it, okay, make a list and start figuring it out. Where can you start? Like what can you start doing? What can you do today? 20 minutes a day of something that you can do to get you closer there, you know? Mm-hmm. Really break it down and like – that's with anything in life. If anything ever feels like super daunting or intimidating, break it down into baby steps. Like, yeah. for example, like you have to make a really big salad for this dinner party. Break it down. Okay. What's going into the salad? Like, what do I need to do first? Okay. I need to go to the grocery store and I need to buy all the vegetables. I need to buy the protein. I need to buy the ingredients for the dressing. Okay. Now I'm home. I have to wash the vegetables. Like literally baby yourself and break it down and you can check off those little to-do lists as you go. And it'll make you feel a lot more confident and capable in this daunting task and makes it seem a lot more achievable and you can do it. You can do whatever you put your mind to just do it. Absolutely. And I think just doing it is going to look different for everyone and it's going to take a different amount of time for everyone. And that's fine. Like, that's totally fine. It doesn't have to look like somebody else's uh, road or whatever, you know? hmm 100%. We're going to wrap it up. If the listeners don't, didn't listen to – oh, my God, I can't speak. <laughs> if the listeners didn't listen to anything else in this episode, which I really hope they did, what is one piece of advice or a quote that you want to leave the listeners with? And you already know where this is from. <laughs> so many. Oh my, why are you doing this to me? First, can I just say, I'm sorry. I'm like uh, such a mess. Like my mind. Oh my God. Have no. I've seen that meme that's like, <laughs> my brain has like 50,000 tabs open. That's how I yeah, feel that's right now. Me. <laughs> so first, let me just apologize in that way. And then second, what's a quote or something I want to tell people? Or it can be a resource, <gasps> a book, a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Lauren. <laughs> Nice to meet you. <laughs> I love that. She says that at the end of every episode. I'm literally oh brainwashed. <laughs> Actually, same though. Like, same. Um, In a good way. Oh. So here's what I'll say. Because I struggle with this a lot. And it is that not everything you think is true. Like, not all your thoughts are true. And sometimes you're not the right person to talk about you too. Does that make sense? So like Mm -hmm. 
I feel like we're so quick to, you know, second guess ourselves. We're so quick to judge ourselves. We're so quick to never acknowledge when we're doing well or when we did something well or when we're feeling good because we feel like if we do, then we're going to come off conceited or we're going to, you know, whatever it is. And it's like, I just think we could all have a little more compassion with ourselves. And that's something that I work on every day of my life because for literally years and years and years and years and years, I was the meanest person to myself, like not to other people, but to myself. Mm -hmm. And that's no way to fucking live because I don't know about you, but I think we have one of these. I think we have one of these lives. So Mm -hmm. try to be a little bit more compassionate with yourself in whatever way that you feel you need to be. And remember that not everything that you're thinking about yourself is true. In fact, usually it's wrong because we're so mean to ourselves. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's what I would say. Just be a little more compassionate. I love that so much. And where can the listeners find you? Plug yourself out. I've never done this before. (laughs) I know it's kind of crazy. Just do it. It's so weird. Oh my God. Just do Um, it. Okay. So uh, (laughs) you can follow me at Lisa X Gilmore. I wanted just Lisa Gilmore, but some someone has that. And the last post that they did was like in 1990. And I messaged her like, please, gonna, <laughs> like, I'll send you like a gift card and like some like beauty products. And she she's never seen it. I guarantee some she'll never M- again. Club of jewelry. Literally, send you. I'll like I'll give you the deed to my I'll house. Give you a PR I, box that I don't even have. You know, whatever. So that's where you can find me. I also have a podcast. And we're going to do a swap, mm-hmm. and I'm so excited for that. My podcast is called Unwinding, but it's spelled with wine, like drinking wine because I love wine. And my new baby is called M Club, and it's spelled like E-M-M-E Club. And I, I, will, I that. That, that felt so uncomfortable, so I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. Get used to it. <laughs> oh, also, thank you so much. This was so fun. You're so great, and I can't wait to have you on my podcast too. Oh my god. I'm I'm so happy you came on the pod. This was amazing. If you guys like this episode of Morning Ray, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe as that's how you can support the pod. Go follow Lisa. Go support M Club. I love you guys so much and we'll chat soon. Bye guys. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.